Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington, Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by Inc. Realty. Today, along with Rob Lewis, Philip talks about tiny homes. Philip Washington, Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. And uh, we might even bring ChatGPT into this episode as a guest with, with, uh, with Robert L. Lewis. I have a question for you that you may, you may know the answer to, you may not. But if you don't know, I'll ask ChatGPT and see how smart he is, she is. D- duly noted, because I will tell you that I don't know. Okay. Today we're talking about tiny homes. Mm-hmm. What like what defines something as a? Actually, before we go there, let me give it. Let me give. Let me give my historical context of while we're talking about it, right? And then I'm and I ask the questions. Go for it. So, like on my Peloton, one of the things I love to do is to ride through Europe, like different parts of Europe, like Italy, Germany, France. They have some like beautiful homes, and uh, you know, like we all know about castles. Uh, and then, but like some of these big like estates in, in in Europe, you know, when you look at the history, you understand land land owners um, used to be only the wealthy could could own land and, and build houses, and so like the houses were huge, and then like the rest of the folks lived in like you know wherever cottages. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that was yeah. So then, and so then you look at the progression of you look at the history of the world and the money's being dispersed more and more, like the. The, the amount of rich people are getting bigger and bigger. Uh, uh, and there's more and more landowners, right? Y'all, y'all were a part of that deal. But the size of the homes are getting smaller and smaller, right? Even, even in the last 20 years, we used to can have a bigger lot relative to, to what we bought. And so, like, mm-hmm. the progression of the homes are getting tinier and tinier, right? So, so I, I, I really see tiny homes from a, from a pure economic projecting out as a uh, you know like a like a real thing for the future so I was like oh, let me ask Rob about like what is like what defines something as a tiny home technically right because yeah I don't is, it, you know, is there a square square footage deal that's a good question this is where we're going to ask chat GPT then. I, I don't know if there is a specific square footage what defines a home as a tiny home Man, this is on the spot. This is good stuff. What does it say? Come on. Thinking. A tiny home is generally defined as a dwelling that is less than 400 square feet in size and is built on a trailer or foundation. It typically utilizes space-saving features such as maximizing storage and multifunctional furniture. Additionally, it usually foregoes typical amenities such as multiple bedrooms, kitchens, or bathrooms. Hmm. There you go. That's a tiny home. There you go. Now, the most of them that I've seen, they have a little baby bathroom mm-hmm. and a little baby kitchen. Like a baby, like a like super small, like something you can operate in. Right. I mean, it, it, yeah, bar- barely. Yeah. Barely. 
<laughs> Throw some water on yourself. <laughs> And so, and so, where, and so, where do you, where do you see the, where do you see these playing out, like in, as far as like parts of towns and areas, you know, with your knowledge of the market and what's what's needed, because you're 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 in the streets. Um. Well, I don't. I hate speculation, mm-hmm. but I've had several conversations with people who are looking to do some tiny home developments in South Dallas. Mm. Um, which think about it like this. You have an old apartment complex um, that, you know, probably is not in the best shape, um, probably is not well inhabited. It may be inhabited, but not well inhabited. Um, What would be a better use for that specific lot? You can take down that apartment complex, put up multiple tiny house structures and create an ownership as opposed to renting at an affordable level. Mm. So, hmm. so kind of find like a bunch of small investors mm-hmm. that co-own the, the, the facility, the property with you. And, and usually those type of facilities are very economically friendly. What do you mean by that? Um, in terms of generating power, uh, in terms of use of water, they're not as wasteful. Got it. As you know, your your traditional you know single family residence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and then, and then have you have you, when you look at developments? And I'm just I'm asking you on the spot on all this, but as far as like like washing areas and all that kind of stuff, is that in that community they would probably have like a laundry. I just I used to spell laundry mats like mm-hmm. with a Y, and apparently it's with an O. My client who owns a laundromat, a couple said it was an O. I didn't know. So um, learn something new every day. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, thought it was two separate words. I, I did too. Yeah, it always expanded my mind. But like, how, how does all that work? Is it is it is it built in the community? Like, do they have pools and stuff too? I'm not, I, and I know some have them, some don't, but. I'm about to say it, it, it depends. Now, me personally, I have never seen a tiny home community within a major metropolitan area. Okay. So this would be new to this me. This is a new, yeah. I think it's coming. The The vast majority of, of any tiny home structures that I've ever seen have been kind of like out on the out on the outskirts. Got it. You know, I can see that too. Seclusion. You know, I don't need much to live. I just want to be out on my own. Yeah. Um, but at the same token... Um, considering um, how we are as a society, I mean, we're we're tribal species, mm-hmm. so most people require to be around other people, mm-hmm. just from uh, psychologically. Yeah, from our upbringing, from our from our DNA, we are tribal. Mm-hmm. So to have that type of uh, structure within a metropolitan community does make sense. Yeah. And, and I can so see with like, even, even with like, um, you know, like digital nomads, you know, I'm thinking of my, like myself, if I were a 20 year old today in today's economy and I were working in the tech sector or somewhere where I'm location independent, like I wouldn't mind buying a t- tiny home. I wouldn't, I wouldn't need much, especially if I'm like, like always 
you know, doing midterm rentals or something like that. If, mm-hmm. I, if I come back home to visit, you know, visit my folks or something or visit, you know, my my, my base city to have a 400, I mean, a 400 square foot, that's, that's the size of a hotel, right? I mean, that's kind of. Mm-hmm. Basically like a hotel room. Yeah, like a hotel room. So I think it's super. Probably a little smaller than most hotel rooms. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I can, I can see that. And then you get to own it. Correct. That part. Yeah. Um, and then you could probably utilize it as a short-term rental when you're not there. That's true. Like a little hotel room. You can rent out. Make some money on it. 100%. Because I, I, I was reading about the one development. It was like, it was talking about like 60 grand a pop. I was like, that ain't bad. Like when you think about. It's a car. Right. And you, But you can own it. You can have equity in it. Right. A car that appreciates. Yeah. How about that? It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, any, any other, I mean, so like, this is just a speculative conversation, so I don't know if we have a lot of um, good principles, but, you know, I just wanted to talk about it because I think that it's something that's coming. I think that it's going to be useful for investors who may want to invest in uh, mm-hmm. the properties and developments. I think it's uh, useful for people that are thinking, oh, you know, I'm just going to get your price out of the market, right? I'm like, no, like, you can... You know, you can own a tiny home, and then you can use right. the rest of your line of credit to uh, get some rentals. There, there's still going to be options. I mean, if you look at it from, like you said, like from a historical perspective, when you look at the you know 13th, 14th century of of of, of, of Europe, um, and these castles that they have, and then you you think, and, uh, gosh, when you bring that same European mindset to uh, the states where you used to have big, like it was nothing for a person to have 40 acres. Mm-hmm. That was nothing. That's where 40 acres and a mule came from? I wasn't going to take it there, but that's that's where my mind was. <laughs> um, but now the vast majority of houses are on less than a quarter acre. Yeah, that's true. And they're getting smaller. Getting smaller, right. A lot of the new construction that you see now are less than a fifth of an acre. Yeah. So it's getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. So it only makes sense that the the that the change will will potentially snowball into tiny homes. Yeah. Imagine 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 if I went back in time and and and, uh, and I took the version of Kelly back to here and she'd be like, "I'm not living in this in this small home, like, <laughs> babe. It's like four thousand square feet. Like, what are you talking about? I'm on a castle." <laughs> Does she walk up on you like that? No. The today version of, of of her probably would love to own a castle. I think that's one of our dream goals to own a castle. Really? Yeah. That would be, you don't think it'd be pretty dope to own a castle? You know, just what? to own it. Like we, you know, we might even stay in it once every three years. But just to say, this is our castle, literally our castle, not figuratively. I just, oh my God, they're huge. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy a castle. I'm going to put it on the blockchain as an NFT so we can have distributive ownership, right? And your distributive ownership allows you to participate in the profits of us renting it out or you can exchange it for a certain amount of stays per day. That's how I'm going to make the castle make money. I got you. That that makes sense. I guess I could own a castle from that perspective. Yeah. I just couldn't imagine living in one. It's just, it's just huge. Have you ever been to Versailles? This is, this is very. Well, I would love to go one day. It is, is it beautiful. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. That's uh, where that's where the treaty a treaty was signed amazing. there, right? Treaty yeah. of Versailles. Treaty of Versailles. Yeah. Huh. One day, 
We're gonna be like B and Jay Z. When, when you walk through there, you're gonna be like, ah, God, how could I, how could somebody live here? I, I would find a way. <laughs> <laughs> so I will make it happen. Where there's a will, there's a way. Let everybody know how they can reach you if they want more information. Uh, best way to reach me is my cell phone, 214-225-3453. Uh, you can email me, Rob, at inkrealtygroup.com. That is ink with a K. And I am Rob L. The Realtor across most social media channels. Thanks for, thanks for sharing. Always a pleasure. Y'all make it a great one. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.